This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. We discuss topics and language that might be distressing. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Blurdy Bitch Podcast. How y'all doing? (laughs) We're back, guys. We're back and you guys wanted more and we're going to give you more. We are your lovely hosts. This is Charlie. Oh my God. Where's the the pop and circumstance? This is Charlie. This is no tea today. Oh, you, <laughs> you, you still have no tea? <laughs> I have no tea. Oh, wait. Actually, I do have tea. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. This is Charlie with the tea. If you can't hear it, my voice is kind of gone because of a couple of circumstances, okay? I had some sinus issues, but then if you looked at me, you wouldn't even guess that I also have the Rona. Miss Roma, she came through. But also our other co-host over here. Hey, it's me, Kirel the Queen, aka Sunflower Poppy. Hey. She's got a lot going on. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are continuing on with Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. This is part Stone. two. For the people who want to be sophisticated. Philosophers. (laughs) Sophisticated, okay? You want to be sophisticated, I say go for philosophers. Sophisticated with the philosophers. Because you classy. So it's the philosopher's stone. Let me tell you, if it said the philosopher's stone, I would not watch it, probably. Someone was on the Instagram, and it was like, sorcerers sound sexier. I told you. I don't think it sounds sexier, but you know what? Sorcerers sound sexier. I stick what I said. I think that philosophers sound a little bit smarter. Sophisticated. Exactly. And I don't want (laughs) to listen. If I'm going on uh, an amazing adventure and they're like, hey, do you want to go find the Philosopher's Stone or the Sorcerer's Stone? I'm going to go for the the Sorcerer's Stone. I'm going to say, yeah, the Sorcerer's Stone. Definitely, 100%. Let's go after that one. Philosopher's Stone. If they say Philosopher's Stone. I I can't even say it's been written in history, but I feel like growing up or if you were in a nerd world, you kind of already understand what Philosopher was kind of going for because it's like this. Infinity, like you're just living forever. So someone told me, we're going to go for the sorcerer's stone and be like, so what does this contain? What does the sorcerer's stone do compared to what the philosopher's stone do? Yeah, we got the philosopher's stone and like Puma Alchemist, but it's been mentioned in a lot of other things. Yeah, it's kind of like if I'm going to go after the philosopher's stone or the sorcerer's stone, I'm going after the sorcerer's stone because <laughs> it, it's just, it just sounds like it's going to give me a better time. Like there's going to be a lot <laughs> more. Be a better time going for a stone that does something like that. There's going to be some life and death shit happening, regardless if it's sexy exactly. or smart. Bring it on. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, so the last episode, we ended with the babies on the train. Mm-hmm. They had just got to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. So we're getting off the train now. 
we're finally take us on this journey of finally getting from okay guys i'm gonna take us on this little quick hopefully quick short summary and i hope i don't speak too fast i think Mm -hmm. um you could probably with that we'll fix it in post I'll slow you down. She's gonna slow down times. <laughs> I'm gonna sound like this. And then you're gonna sound normal. normal. <laughs> We're also gonna be like, and this one. Yes, that's exactly what it's gonna sound up. There's gonna be two options. It's gonna be like, do you wanna hear the one where we slowed it down so you can hear what Chai is saying? Or do you want <laughs> to hear it at a normal speed? Because if you listen to a normal speed, you're going to have to rewind this a couple times. All right. So Hagrid greets the first years and takes them to the boats. First years always take the boat to the school. It's a sight to behold to see Hogwarts at that young age. As we going up there, you're like, oh, shit, this is amazing. This is great. Sure, if you want to do that. But up at the stairs is Professor McGonagall, who explains to them that they will all be sorted to four houses. There's Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, and Slytherin. Hey, Ravenclaw! <laughs> hey! Ravenclaw in the house! <laughs> they learn about house points and consequences and winning the house cup by the end of the year. And then this is where we also find, oh my God, Neville's told Trevor. Trevor. He somehow found at the top of these stairs somehow. Don't know how. No one explains. Never. Also, Malfoy introduces himself along with Crab and Goyle. He also throws some shade at Ron quite quickly and then tries to befriend Harry. But Harry's got a good head on his shoulders. He knows what's better, what's best for him. So then we're in the main hall. Albus Dumbledore explains that the dark forest is forbidden. I I got a lot to say, (laughs) but I'm going to keep going. The dark forest is forbidden. And also the third floor corridor on the right hand side is off limits. Specific. It's very specific. (laughs) Don't make no damn sense. The sorting hat ceremony takes place. And this is probably the most anxious these children have ever been. This is where they get anxiety. First time ever. Harry pretty much tells that hat that Gryffindor, don't put me in Slytherin. You're going to take my ass to Gryffindor. And they're pretty excited that they all got Harry at their house. I guess everyone would be excited about that. I don't know if I'd be excited about that. Would you be excited if Harry got was in Ravenclaw? No. <laughs> and the reason... <laughs> and it's not because, like, there's something wrong with Harry. I just feel like he would be a distraction. Like it would okay. just be a distraction. That's how okay. I would feel See, about like I, was, I wasn't going to be excited about that either. I was like, mm. like he's coming with a lot, guys. Do we mm. really want a lot? Like and Ravenclaw, like you know, we're we're all about knowledge. We're all about you know Learning. figuring things out. Our you know we're. We're doing things. We have goals. You know, we have stuff we're trying to do. And and Harry Potter coming in and he already is like making a stir. It's like, I just need you to come into the school, sit down and eat your food. You know, (laughs) don't sit down and eat and don't don't start up a whole bunch of stuff. But of course, we don't know that Harry's life has sucked. We don't know anything about this kid. We just know it's 
Harry Potter, the boy that lived, who survived an attack from one of the most villainous wizards of time. So, you know, that's all you would know. And you're just like, okay, well, this kid's going to come in here and it's really just going to be too much. So, it's going to be literally too much. So, if they told me he was going to Gryffindor and not Ravenclaw, okay, girl, enjoy. Oh my God. Yes. Good job. Yes. Finally. Mm. Can we move on? (laughs) (laughs) Can we be done? As we go on to being done, I'm like, can I get my (laughs) food? Can I get. Can we eat? I'm so done. These commences and the ghosts show up and it's like a normal thing there. There's a lot of things that are normal in this world, but one of them is ghosts. A lot of other things later. Afterwards, the first years are shown to the house, common room, and dormitories. And next day, Ron and Harry are late for their first class, Transfiguration, with Professor McGonagall. And then there's also an in potions class. Snape came in and almost threw that door off his hinges. <laughs> Doing the most. <laughs> Let it be known in a very passive aggressive way that he doesn't like Harry much. Such a drama queen. I love it though. <laughs> so dramatic. He's Snape is such favorite. a drama queen. He's like my he's my favorite. Just come into the class. But you know, Professor McGonagall was real dramatic too, sitting up there like a cat. <laughs> She didn't have to. She didn't. She, she didn't have to flex like that. She didn't. Have to. <laughs> they so were right. She didn't have to show her animators because guess what? Your first year, y'all ain't doing that. I y'all ain't doing that. I love that the Hogwarts professors—they are just dramatic bitches. Yeah. Y'all are so. Surprised there's no drama class here. I mean, the way they act. There's no drama class. I look. Dada is a drama class, you know, because every teacher that come up in there is a liar. <laughs> every teacher that teaches that class is a liar. God damn it. Yeah, that's true. They all have secrets. It's like, why didn't y'all just give Snape this job? Because y'all know he would have stuck around. He's the only way. He's not going nowhere. Y'all already he know he's going a liar. All right, so um, after these brief sessions of you get an introduction of these transfiguration and potions classes, there's a break between classes and everyone is studying in the main hall when Mel arrives where Harry reads that Gringotts was broken into the very same vault Hagrid and Harry went to. Bum, bum, bum. Ooh, foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> so after their brief break, the next class is broom riding. I mean, flying lesson. I'm going to call broom riding. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Where Neville has an accident and breaks his, I'm going to say wrist. Yeah, he fell and broke his wrist. Okay. Oh, poor Neville. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> So Malfoy decides to be Malfoy and takes what's not his and taunts Harry, who is an excellent broom rider, noticed by McGonagall. Naturally, just amazing. Never (laughs) ridden a broom before in his life, but here we go. Not only did he take off on this broom, (laughs) not only does he take off on this broom, he catches something in midair so we're just able to like not just catch she kind of did a flip yeah like a and caught it like inches away from the building just 
And I got, got it. Bitch! Did you just say so fast? She came like she came down here for briskness because people thought he was getting in trouble, but nah. He's been selected as the seeker for the Quidditch team, and she introduces Harry to Oliver Wood. Boom. Later, the trio, you know, the trio Hermione, Ron, and what's his name? Harry. They end up at that damn corner. The main character. Yes, Harry. Yeah. When I see them, I kind of forget because I said Ron. I need to say his name last. Harry, Hermione, and Ron. Okay, they later somehow end up in the damn corridor on the damn floor they're not supposed to be on thanks to the moving staircase. She said that after the fact, Hermione. She Mm -hmm. just stood there and watched it happen and let it happen. And then walked down... She just walked with them. It's like, we're not supposed to be here. <laughs> like, when did you see mm-hmm. them? So, but it's like the stairs changed. And they they, changes, but she was there. And she was just like, ah. And she was like, ah, we're up on the stairs. <laughs> and then Ron's like, it feels like we're not supposed to be here. And she's like, because we're not supposed to be here. I'm like, why did you say so? But then she broke into the room, so. Yeah, okay. So after being spotted by Felicia's guard cat, what's her name? Mrs. Harris. Norris. Norris. I said Harris. Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Hermione gets them through a locked door with Alohomora, and they stumble upon a three-headed dog, a.k.a. Cerberus, guarding a trap door. The next day, Oliver gives Harry a quick rundown of the Quidditch rules and flying balls. Strangest sport ever. Flying balls? <laughs> yes, I said, girl, they... Flying at your face. Tell me if hey. I'm wrong. You gotta catch them. <laughs> They're flying balls. Literally. They They're are an assortment. Balls and different of, sizes just flying around. At an you. assortment of flying balls. Yes. Different sizes. Different shapes. Different Fs. <laughs> yes. Bring the balls on, girls. Let's do it. Let's play some Quidditch. <laughs> Which will break down later. So then after Quidditch, is this a Quidditch matchup between classes? Okay. Mm-hmm. Next class up is, is this Charms? Yeah, Charms class with okay, Professor Flitwick. Cool. Where we get the Mungardium Leviosa. Leviosa. Not Leviosa. <laughs> Ron wasn't even trying. Like, so forget the hammy. He was he trying. He wasn't trying. I feel like Ron was trying. He wasn't trying. trying. I forget the hand-me-down part not working for him. He said, with God, he let me pow, 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 pow. He can't help, but it's like... No, he, he did it one accent. time, and he didn't even let it try to trickle through. He just said, with God, he let me say, he went like... He's an 11-year-old boy. So, you know, I expect that. I don't expect that. What did she, didn't Seamus blow his stuff up? Seamus is a is an amazing <laughs> pyrotechnic, okay? Incredible. He doesn't even so know it Constantly yet. blowing everything up. And <laughs> He's going to be a pyrotechnic and working fucking construction or some shit. So um, Hermione had to do a little quick flex and show out and Ron wasn't, he wasn't having it. So at the end of the class, he was making fun of her for doing it right. And she overheard him and then she's running away in tears. And that's how we hear from her for the whole day. Because yeah. I didn't even know it was Halloween. 
Until it's Halloween, eating. bitches. Halloween. Hey. Until they were eating. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't trick-or-treating. We ain't dressing up. I, I guess they're dressing up already. But <laughs> I was a little bit thrown off, actually, because I don't know. I expect a little bit more than pumpkin pasty. Pumpkin pasties? They yeah. did. They had so much candy. It's like sugar, 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 cakes, pies, donuts, I, apples. Can I get a stick and stout pie? Fuck. Like, y'all just sugaring these kids up. I was like, is there actual dinner? Where is, is there a shepherd's pie? What? Where's the meat? That's a little, that's a legitimate question. Hey, you know what? We come in. Well, no, I was going to say we don't come in. It's not the beginning, but it sort of is because they didn't know where Hermione was. They were like, well, where is she? Um, So maybe, so maybe this isn't, maybe they had like dinner. Yeah. And then, like, this was just, like, their Halloween okay. party. So it's like, hey, you know, um, after dinner, we're going to just, everyone's staying in the Great Hall, and we're just going to, you know, pop out some snacks. And then really, when they say snacks, they mean, like, every piece of sugar item you could possibly Pumpkin get. Pasties. <laughs> Pumpkin pasties. Candied apples. Everything. Like, these kids was going bananas on this sugar. Like... It is insane. It was a lot. That was a lot of sugar. It is a lot of sugar. And I guess at that point, it is also, it's noted that, um, because Harry was asking, where's Hermione? You know, the one person who cares, Ron. Mm -hmm. But it was noted that Hermione's been in the girl's bathroom lavatory crying all day. But then (laughs) in drama fashion, like our professors, their drama, here comes Professor Quirrell, who is a, Y'all, he's a Dada professor. He comes in panicking about a troll in the dungeon that collapses. He's the Dada professor. My favorite part. He should know what to do with the troll in the dungeon if he's a Dada. Food you ought to know. Now, and how do you end up there? I don't even know. <laughs> Why are these doors so large where a troll can just go in anywhere? Because it was huge. He's huge. Like, how did he get that far in with no one noticing? Why are these? Why is this an open lap? It must be an open. No. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. But <laughs> <laughs> with no sub persevering skills, came to the rescue. And Ron, he did it right, you guys. He did when Guardian Leviosa with the swish and flick. Shoop, shoop. And the trolls, I'm called the branch, the trolls branch club. 
while Harry was riding on the troll for fun, distraction. And then the troll went down after being knocked out. And the professors finally arrived, and then Harry notices that Snape is injured. Boom. I did a summary. You did it. It was so, I did it. It was so quick. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> because I got a lot of, I got a lot of nuts to say. That's why I did it so quick. Okay. Well then let's take a take a break. And then we'll come back and we'll just get into what Chai has to say. A lot. About everything. A lot. So stick by. Um, we should be back by the time you finish saying tickle bitties, tickle bitties, tickle bitties, tickle bitties. Tickle bitties, tickle bitties. Hey. And we are back, 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 back again. again. Okay, so Chai has some thoughts. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the corridor. Here we go. <laughs> Why put something in the third corridor and then told the students that you most likely die if you go there? Can you just, I don't know, keep it in your office? Your office, like, or it, you know, anywhere <laughs> else. That's not like oh, right the there where the right. children can get to. You know, yeah, I, <laughs> I just have, I don't, I don't get it. Why tell me this? Why should, why this shouldn't be here? Mm. And then um, I also have some notes about, shit, this is, the hat sung a song, actually. Yeah. And McGonagall is, um, they didn't go alphabetical order. It was actually randomly just naming students. I don't know how they did it, but. I mean, it, when it, they went in alphabetical order in the book. Weird. Was it? Are you sure? No, in the book. Oh, wait, my in notes the, are backwards. Yeah, they were in alphabetical order in the book, but for some reason in, in the, the movie. movie, it was just like... Arbitrary. Um, Granger, Weasley, Harry Potter. Potter. I was like, this ain't right. Malfoy. <laughs> like, everybody just... <laughs> And they did oh. also show that it took a while for the hat to determine which house the student would go to. It, it was an instant. It usually be. Yeah. It take for a while. It could take a while. Draco in the movie, it literally like the hat didn't even touch his head. It, it like it barely grazed his hairs. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, you know what it did? You know why? It touched that platinum blonde hair. And I was like, oh, I know who this oh, is. I already know. I'm this already done Lucy's, with enough of this DNA. This is Lucy's child right here. All right, this is a fucking Malfoy. You know where to go. But if it was, if I was a sorting hat, I'd just fuck with him. Be like, Hufflepuff. <laughs> Send him to Hufflepuff. These people need to learn some compassion. Damn it. No more Slytherin for you guys. You don't get to go there. You're done. Uh, Hufflepuff. Lucius will actually come in because he is part of the, um, what's it called? On the board. Yeah, he's on the board and he, yeah, he's gonna he's, he's gonna apparate his ass there and be like, even though you came as you came to apparate on school grounds, <laughs> he he do it and then he'll be there and be like, he come in, I know you fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> I know you fucking my son is not in hustle. Don't play on my name. You put him in Slytherin right now. Slytherin. Don't play with me. Go fix it. Now. <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, you know what I also like to say? There was a beautiful black witch sitting next to Dumbledore. I don't even know who she is. Yeah. 
Who is that? I don't even know what class did she teach. She's there. She was beautiful, elegant, gracious looking. I was like, oh, my God, who is this? And I mean, we really don't hear from any of like the only black person persons that really talk in this movie that actually have like speaking parts, whether like they're minor speaking parts is you have Dean and you have Lee. Those are the only ones that really talk. I mean, you have Angelina. Mm-hmm. But she's um, she doesn't really talk, you know. She's uh, an excellent Quidditch player, which we will excellent get into writer. next time. But Angelina is a queen. She t- let me tell you, she was the MVP. Y'all can say it's Harry Potter all you want. Angelina was out there scoring goals left and right. Harry Potter only had one job. He didn't have to score goals and dodge other balls. I mean, I guess he did have to dodge other balls, but. And then we also um, find out that Snape, he's been at the Quirrell's job for years. Mm-hmm. Years. I, I just don't understand. It just didn't give that man that the goddamn job. I mean, I know Albus has other plans for him. Um, so potions but... wasn't going to be as hard as Dada? Because potions sounds like a lot. Yes. I mean, potions is a lot, but Severus is good at potions. So, I mean, <laughs> Severus is good at a lot of things. He's so. good. You know, he's an excellent, he's excellent potions teacher. Well, I don't know. He's kind of mean, but, you know, he's, he's good at it. But I feel like how annoyed he is in potions, I feel like he would even he'd be more annoyed. No, I think he's annoyed because he's got potions. I think potions is like a really good class for him to teach. Like, I don't know what, Mm-mm. you know, wasn't he creating his own, you know, spells and potions and stuff? Why like, would you want to share that? You know, he was really good. Why would I want to share that? Why, why know? would I want to share my good shit? If I was good at something, I would love to share it with somebody else. I just so listen. Mm. I would. If they use it against me, then we won't have a problem. See, this is why you're borderline Southern. This is <laughs> why you're there. <laughs> this is like, exactly I'm why because I'm Ravenclaw like that I'm creating my own shit and I'm like no if I use this and someone uses this like for the mm, nah I, don't, I would share it you know if it wasn't a good spell or a good potion I ain't sharing it with y'all that's my potion <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like Severus was coming up with bad potions he was doing he a came lot of up with that one spell that Harry did which almost killed Draco. Yeah. I love it. sharing that? He didn't mean to share it. I don't think exactly. anyone was ever supposed I to know about that. Something like that. You want me to share it? No. Well, Keep I wouldn't that. share it because it's fucking dangerous. That's why I wouldn't share it. <laughs> little, little 13, 14 year olds running around. No. They, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I ain't sharing Mm-mm. that at all. That one's mine. I created that one. Y'all on your own. Defense against the dark arts. Exactly. Well, that's why. That's what that wasn't supposed to be in potions. That's supposed to be in a Dada book. <laughs> All right. So um there was also a school. Did he sing a song? Yes. Did, did he sing a song in a there was a school song? I think it was in the book. 
But I thought oh, okay. I saw it in. I don't think I the movie in the fourth movie, but they oh yeah every year actually. There's a school song every year, and Dumbledore's like you can sing it in any key, in any any rhythm you please. And the twins they would carry that shit forever if you allowed them to. So <laughs> you can only imagine how the school songs sounded. So also something that I realized in the book that I made note of. When they went to the sorting hat ceremony, um, the kids did not know what to expect, especially not Harry, because again, Harry grew up he in the world. He don't know none of this shit. Ron. So Fred told Ron that they would have to wrestle a troll. <laughs> and that's what he thought he was going to have to do, like in front of everybody. Like they had no idea what to expect. So all these kids are so terrified coming into the ceremony. And it's like, all you got to do is sit and have a hat put on your head. It's like, yes, that's literally the whole thing. That's all, that's all you have to do. You know, there's no wrestling of, of trolls. Yeah. But it's like foreshadowing because what do they end up having to do later? Wrestle a troll, kind Wrestle of. Wrestle a troll. What they don't mention is uh, Peeves the Poltergeist. Which is really ridiculous because he's like in, like in the series of books. Every know? single book. <laughs> he is not like a one-off character. He is in a series. He's in the series. Like he's in the books. Like he is a very prominent character. And that's like one of the things I thought was interesting. They show like all of the different ghosts, but they don't show peeves, which I don't know why. Which is funny because when you think of Poltergeist, you think of that movie Poltergeist. And it's not yeah. like that's scary. He's not, he is rude and childish as fuck. Yes. And um, the only ghost that could like, you know, scare his britches off is the bloody baron. Scare my britches off too. <laughs> the bloody bear can get him acting right. Yes, he yeah. yes. <laughs> the staircases they would get me because this is just too much. Okay, um, there's 142 staircases. There's regular ones. There's wide ones. There's rickety ones. There's some lead to a different place depending on the day. There's some steps that vanish when you're using them. Where are the elevators? This just doesn't seem practical for a school. <laughs> like for me. Like, I know this is probably has something to do with like security issues, but I honestly, it is foolery and fuckery. It is, <laughs> it to me, it's dangerous. <laughs> you guys, you have a bunch of like kids from like 11 to like 18, just, think, you know, going around the school. The chairs are always just like, they're moving around. They don't know where they're like, what the. Why are you doing this to these children? Like y'all can just have like stable structure. Like who's uh, the architect? Um, girl, girl, I think we established this in the last episode. They it's don't really give a fuck, fuck about kids. these kids. It's really fuck them kids. Also, <laughs> I'm still not over the fact that y'all got this dangerous restricted room that the stairs <laughs> literally will move to. It moves there. And the kids can literally just get, and it's not like a, a, a advanced spell that is going to, you know. There is. There's <laughs> out of there. There. I'm pretty sure there is. 
But I, they I didn't use it. So I'm saying there's no security protocols. Yes, yeah, so I just, just like you, the door is locked. We're gonna they keep the care. door locked, and then hey, <laughs> we're gonna lock this door. And then but they get a spell that you can get past that locked door. Exactly. A first year literally said Alohomora. And what did it do? Unlock. Unlock. <laughs> no security alarms going off or nothing. And it's like, I oh, but we got this dog. I would have been, you know what? I was about to say it was going to be better in Gringotts, but someone broke into Gringotts. So no. And got all the way into safe. the vault, too. Your money's not safe in Gringotts. <laughs> One day the other in the wizarding world. It ain't safe. What's going on in the wizarding world? I feel like Fullery you guys that like have a department that studies muggle stuff. Where's the you guys should yeah. integrate some of that into your into your world because <laughs> come on, moving staircases, oh. rooms that can just be unlocked with dangerous giant dog three-headed yes. dogs that anyone could just come up. Like Hermione, Harry, and Ron could have been maimed or killed by this dog. <laughs> Just so, about yeah. the staircases, they, they still have rickety ones. There's ones that just yeah. banish steps that so, banish. You know, so why banish, can't you, do you just fall through do, it? Do you fall through those steps that banish? Oh my God. Isn't like, isn't there a spell for Paro? Or something that y'all can just use that to fix rickety stairs because what about me, the vanishing ones though? You're just gonna fall through that shit. You're just gonna die. Do you just like <laughs> if I'm on my way to like potions class and I'm late and I end up on some vanishing stairs <laughs> and I just and it just they vanish and I just fall? Is that <laughs> it for me? I hope the school has good insurance. They don't even know what that word is. I wouldn't even send my kids here. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I would see my kids at Hogwarts. Um, I would have to have um, what's it called when you go to a school when you go and tour it? What's it called again? When they go to school for a tour, like during orientation. That that word orientation. Oh. Mm-hmm. I as a parent we need to go there for orientation. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck is? That? I need to look like I've heard some things in the news about y'all, so. <laughs> I need to come through to make sure this makes sense because I'm not going to send my baby, my precious baby to this school. Y'all got trolls coming through dun- dungeons. You've had like how many Defense of the Dark Arts teachers? Vanishing you got vanishing stairs. <laughs> Y'all are keeping what in over here in this corridor? Why, why would you there put it up here where the kids can get to it? What are we doing? I don't, that's just me, but I, yes, I would need to do a full tour. I need to interview the teacher. We need to talk. I need a conference because I need to know why my child broke her leg going through some vanishing stairs. <laughs> Y'all going to have to explain that to me. Oh man. Cause I'm coming up here. Next up. I, I, I wrote down the classes, what classes they have for first year. Okay. Um, astronomy, which Amazing. is every Wednesday at midnight. <laughs> midnight um we're gonna have to study the stars will be my favorite class study the fucking night skies um there's herbology um which i said would be professor kind of sprout i love professor sprout there's charms which is good trickery and illusions mm-hmm. transfiguration which is a definite yes because yes. you gotta study hard to get that animagus shit down all right there's um defense against the dark arts which is 
apparently not only vampires are real, but zombies are a thing too in this world. I did you read that? I don't need that bullshit. Yeah, I, I, I didn't need that. I didn't need to. I would that. never. I would. Oh, no. <laughs> what? So y'all don't zombies? have y'all don't have like a solid safety protocol plan, and y'all got vampires and zombies and werewolves <laughs> and all kinds of shenanigans. It's, it's zombies trolls attacking like so we don't have like comprehensive security protocols you want me to send my baby here for what seven years <laughs> i'm like where the fuck are the zombies no, no i'll no where I the zombies know, at where are they at because what we see on our side of the world are zombies it ain't pretty so no. is it the same thing on y'all side of the world or is there a different definition for zombies? I'm pretty sure it's like, the same thing because if you get, because you know what? It's the same thing with the werewolf. You get bit, then you become a werewolf. But where are the zombies at? I don't know. I, I, we didn't go there, which is, I, that's, that's fine. That is fine. And um, Coral, he stinks. I guess he used yeah. to, he didn't used to stink, but now he stinks and everyone assumes yes. he's a, stuffing garlic in his new turban mm-hmm. to ward off vampire that's after him and he got that from an African prince for getting rid of a zombie look see see no if you're, a regular, <laughs> if you're a regular human in the regular world you just know to shoot the zombie in the head just saying I fuck around with a lot of things but I don't fuck around with no zombies I don't fuck around with zombies I have nightmares about zombies um, they also have potions obviously it will come handy in life since I'm a declared half human, half wizard. If I were in this world, I would definitely make a nice perfume and then I will sell it in the human world. And people will absolutely love it for no odd reason. I'm just oh saying. Every perfumer, perfumer. What the fuck was the word? The perfumer? <laughs> oh my gosh. Perfumery. Isn't that what he said? Perfume. Perfumery. Perfume the real man. <laughs> and um, this is where you get a glimpse where Snape kind of hates Harry. Unwarranted, to be honest with you. His it hate for Harry is petty. really weird and petty. Like, this is the child of a woman I've been kind of in love with my entire life. But this baby wasn't with that. me. He wanted to have the babies. He wanted that. He wanted that to be his child. He should have. You know, you can't listen. All you can do is shoot your shot. And if somebody doesn't feel the same way about you, you gotta move on. See, and that's on him. I mean, I feel like he kind of did. He kind of let her know. Hmm. I guess no. I guess maybe he really didn't like outwardly shoot his shot. Mm -hmm. Sometimes what you gotta do because that's what um, James did. Well, James was a bit cocky. James shot his shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in Quidditch. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, he was a seeker too. He was wasn't a seeker. He? Yeah, he was a seeker too. He was just had to sit there and watch balls fly. Um, speaking of seeker and balls flying, then you also have your flying lessons, which a couple of students already know how to broom, broom ride, like Seamus and Draco. But um if you're in a lesson with a professor, aren't they supposed to protect you? 
Madam Pooch was it? Yes, I'm calling Madam Pooch out. I don't feel like any of these teachers really, it's kind of like getting hurt is just part of the learning experience, you know? Like, um, I feel like Neville everything's a little died. too dangerous. He Neville could, could have died. If he didn't he come, if he yes. get on his robes, he would have been dead. His neck would have been broke. Yeah. Soon died. He tried, but I feel like she should have did better. Like, girl, you should have really... She was just like, she was just like, it's a long bottom. Get down, it's a long bottom. Get down. She got her out. She had the <laughs> wand out, but I don't know how much that was happening. She didn't get her own <laughs> she took the wand out. That was it. Like, okay. I was like, you gonna do something else, Madam Hooch, with the yellow eyes? No. She didn't. Okay. He breaks his arm. I put arm in this one, but it's his wrist. Yeah, he broke his wrist, but he, I mean, it's he's good, you know, just goes to see Madam Pomfrey. She get him right, get him tight, like she get I all bet, these kids. I bet Pomfrey is the most worked. Which in this castle. Mm-hmm. Dealing with all these kids because there's safety hazards everywhere. <laughs> the kids are <laughs> literally in danger just going to class. So I'm guessing, yeah, Madame Pomfrey is overworked. Like, and she lets these like, listen here. Y'all need to just bring these kids straight to me. I don't need y'all to do nothing else. Just bring me the children and I got it from here. Okay. That's it. Period. Don't do nothing else. And I like, I like Madame Pomfrey. Moving on, I have, um, in the books, Harry gets invited to Hagrid's after the first week of classes and he is, there's, they are, he, they are served rock cakes, which mm, yeah. I did a deep dive. They are an actual thing. Really? Not a Harry Potter thing. There's not a Harry Potter thing. There's actual things called rock cakes. Um, they're named for their shape and pebbly looking surface. They were also known as rock buns and they were popular during World War II because they required less sugar and fewer eggs. Boom. And also Hagrid, he can't cook for shit because they're not supposed to break teeth as they said in the book. They, they literally, literally made rock cakes. Oh. But um, you can make <laughs> variations of these rock cakes. You can use dried fruit besides raisins. You can use like cranberries. You can add chopped nuts, honey, chocolate chips. I love it. That sounds you know really I mean? good. So yeah. they sound like so they're kind of like scones. It, yeah. So like it's like a scone. Scones. A scone. They just call it rock cakes. I was like, let me look this shit up. <laughs> I'm glad you did that. Wow, look at you. I know, research. Right? <laughs> Doing some research. I was, okay. hungry. I was like, this is real. <laughs> Are these real? Is this, is this shit for real? Because um, I want to. Right? Okay, so <laughs> one thing midnight that duel. we didn't have was the Midnight Duel. So the Midnight Duel basically is just like something that comes from when Harry and Draco were having issues on the, um, when they're out doing their flying class and, you know, Harry was basically sticking up for Neville. So Draco challenges Harry to a wizard's duel. Harry don't know what a wizard's duel is. You know, and Ron's like, well, you know, Ron's just his friend. He's going to sit there. He's going to, you know, he's going to talk him up. 
He goes, yeah, hell yeah. We both, yeah, we're going to wizard duel, nigga, at midnight. I'm going to be there, bitch. Play your role. Like, Ron, relax. Harry doesn't even know what this is. Like, all right, I'm his second. So what's good? And Harry's like, I don't know what any of these words mean. So basically, Draco threw down the gauntlet, was like, we're going to duel because he felt a certain type of way. And they decided they had to duel it out at midnight. When all the, they don't even, they barely know any spells. They don't know nothing. They really don't know nothing. And what it means, like, if you're a second, it means, like, if you die, then your second takes over. Which is really dark for 11-year-old children to be partaking in, like, but you got oh, yeah, be your second. So, mm-hmm. Harry, if you die, I'm going to take this motherfucker out for no you. No problem. I got, I got you. It. I'm like, but does so, that bring me back to life? So, like, you're going to just have, like, a bunch of dead 11-year-olds <laughs> so a wizard's duel is pretty much an equivalent to the duels like they used to do back in the day, back, back, back. Yeah. In the day. Like, I'm gonna walk 10 paces, then we're gonna turn around and shoot at each other. Who yeah. the fuck thought of this shit? No, I'm just gonna run up on you and punch you in your fucking face. That's what I'm about to do. Ain't no dueling. We just gonna do street rules. It's the wizarding world, so they probably call it fisticuffs. I challenge you to <laughs> I fisticuffs. Think I that before the wizarding world. Like <laughs> Okay, I guess we can do this. Like street rules, street rules, anything goes. I'll be in my car. Oh gosh, I'm grabbing whatever I can to bust you upside your head. If I if my if I don't know enough spells, I'm gonna start beating you with my wand. I'm gonna beat you with my broomstick. They're not gonna have a broomstick with them at the duel, girl. They don't know us. I know Hermione. So, you know, Hermione overhears the fact that they're going to go take, they're going to partake in this duel together. First year. And <laughs> bunch of first years, like, all they're going to be doing is, like, shooting sparks at each other because what? Exactly. Fireworks. Pew! What are y'all going to do? <laughs> How do y'all think this is going to work? Y'all been in school for, like, two months. And here y'all are. If that, y'all been like, in school for two months. Two months and you're hey, you know how to float about a, to fight. You only know how to float a feather. But Hermione overhears about it and she like super overreacts about the thing. I feel she like does. she annoyed me when she wasn't overreacting because I was like, it ain't that serious. You know, and it was just funny because Harry told her to mind her business. Like, like this ain't nothing to do with you. Oh, Harry is speaking. Harry, he, he told her it's it's really none of your business. And Ron said goodbye. Like, <laughs> because she's always worried. She's like, think about the house points. And I'm like, but girl, I personally don't care about house points. What are these house points going to do for me later in my life? Is this going to be in my wizard, like academic book or something? Is this going to be on my wizard curriculum? Are my wizarding uh, jobs going to see this? Is my job, how I am, will likely be an or. I'm out here risking my life. You think these house points is going to help bring me back if I'm about to die? Right. But then again, we're we're Ravenclaw. So that's how we think about this. Like, for me, I wouldn't give a fuck about these points because 
in the end, it's not going to do anything for These me. These points are not going to raise my grade any higher. They're not going to do anything for me. I don't care about these points, but I would like to duel. Like, that'll be my thing. Like, yeah, I feel like this would be a good experience. It'll be a good learning experience. Hell yeah. You know, so fuck it. Yeah, bitch. Meet me in the trophy room. Let's go. (laughs) Let's duel. Let me try my shit out. But if none of my spells are working, then I'm just going to start. I'm going to start swinging. We're going to fight. And because I'm from the muggle world and y'all, I don't know. I don't think y'all don't even fight up here. here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to juke your ass. So let's go. Um, but yeah, I did not like how Hermione was. It was just doing too much. If I were their friend, I would go and watch. I ain't telling nobody, but I'm going to go and watch to see Sparks. Pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew. That's right. <laughs> So something interesting is that in the book, the kids happen upon Fluffy the Cerberus dog um, when they were supposed to do the midnight duel. Um, and Neville was with them. So I yeah. that's something that's different between the movie and the book. You know, how... Um, the three children were going up the stairs. <laughs> the ever-changing stairs ended up in this corridor, was about to get caught, went further into the corridor. Neville lost? Because I put, why isn't anyone helping Neville? Because clearly he can't think on his own two feet. There's something wrong. I think he got, I think he was lost. <laughs> well, I know they got to, so in the book, Neville came with them um, because he got scared because he was like, the bloody bear's been by twice. <laughs> he was, was like, don't leave me. That's you know how Neville ended up with them. You know, I wouldn't, I, you know, I wouldn't want to go with them too. Shoot, they always been kicking it. So I see these three. I'm coming too. I don't know if I go with them. I go and see what they was doing. What are y'all up to? I get in trouble all the time. They do get in trouble a lot. And they're the only ones that can really get away with it. Nobody else gets away with it. It's like, gosh, what the fuck is going on in this school? Mm, well, Fred and George, but they don't care. They don't care. And I don't think anyone really cares about what they do either, to be honest with you. I think everyone pretends like they care, but be really, I don't think so. No. But yeah, so Neville and the trio, they are running away because they didn't want to get caught um, again by Mrs. Norris and and Filch. Um, So that's the same sort of in the book, except Neville's actually with them and they get caught and then, oh my gosh, scary dog. (laughs) Severus. But I know that Hermione, who was tripped up, you see Draco tricked you, he didn't even show up. He didn't come to the but it's like pew pew. Who cares? Like, so we will continue on with part three, where we're going to go from Quidditch, Harry's first Quidditch match, and where we go through the dark forest, which is forbidden. Yet it's okay for children to go to. Um, <laughs> they contradict themselves a lot. So (laughs) 
it, Fuck them kids. It really is. But it <laughs> Hogwarts is truly like bring your kids here, but fuck them kids. Cause I'm gonna tell you something. They might die. They might die. And that seems like that's part of the speech, the welcome speech every year. It seems to be like Hogwarts is a great school, but you know, if you don't listen to what we say, if you don't, if you go to this, you know, place over here, this place over here, you'll die. Uh, if you do this, you'll die. Don't go there. Right. Can you guys put some enchantment so like I physically can't get there? Like it won't even be an option for me to get there. But it makes don't let it be an option. Like thinking about it, maybe the reason why it was so easy for the kids to fall upon things is because Quirrell was also kind of like doing his shady dealings. So that could be why, like, there could have been enchantments and stuff to keep the kids from coming upon them. But because Quirrell was, you know, out here, like I said, on his shady shit, maybe that was the reason why maybe he was getting through the enchantments and bringing them down. The kids were just happening upon them. Like, he was trying to make it easier for him to get through. I mean, that that theory is great, but I'm going to say no. I was gonna say no. They didn't. They really didn't try. They didn't try. They tried. They tried. But the I'm gonna call it the philosopher's stone, you guys. They tried it with it. They tried it, but the kids Mm -hmm. still got to it. They did, but they got to it. But they were following behind Quirrell, so that Uh, it's not like they were like yes. Yes, they no were and yes, because in the book it's a no end and yes. So that is the end of part two. Make sure you come back for part three. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about um Harry's first quidditch match. So let's take a break and then we will finish out the show. Woo! Stick around, we'll be back before you can say. Expelliarmus! Armus. You have to say it again because you know that's the only <laughs> that's the only spell that Harry was really using. Avada so. No, don't say that. <laughs> hey, and we're back, 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 back again. <laughs> back, back, finishing out the show. So, um. So for this section of, you know, them, like Harry, Ron, Hermione, all the first years, getting off the train, seeing Hogwarts for the first time, you know, I think that's, it was beautiful. Like, it was a beautiful moment to, like, I think everyone just had, like, a collective, like, (gasps) seeing Hogwarts. (laughs) Magnificent. I mean, as a kid, I I still stand by it. I would have been, my mind would have been blown away. You know, yeah. you got that little moment of, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> exactly. And it's unfortunately it's for these great. kids, like you, that's what you think. Like you're going into like, oh my gosh, like this school is going to be so cool. We're going to learn so much. We have like some of the best wizards and witches ever. ever. And then you actually go there and experience it. And you're like, gosh, it's fucking dangerous as hell. 
but also from like our perspective school is also dangerous here because we have school shootings that happen you know school shootings school shootings yeah the difference in the dangers hogwarts their dangers to me it's like safety issues a three-headed dog and basilisks i mean i guess that's that's another story i mean that's legit though it's still there i mean it's still there right now we just don't know that it's in there (laughs) (laughs) basically the dark lord is there we don't know on the premises but we don't know that but there's just so much danger happening around the clock at the school and i just it never feels like yeah, really safe. kids are protected. They're, they don't feel safe. This is a boarding school. So for them, they're away from their parents. They have to rely on the teachers in the school to keep them protected. And it's like, I know y'all think talking paintings and, you know, having this Cerberus fluffy sound like normal protocols, but honestly, you know, if a, if a first year student can get into this restricted area by accident and use a spell that she just so happens to know, you know, it's not safe. But to me, like seeing how the school, you know, thinks they have safety protocols in place for anything that could go wrong. And it only takes like this one thing. For, to put kids in danger, to me, it also speaks to, you know, our school systems, they do everything they can to keep kids safe, but without the resources, financial resources, you know, we're un- schools are understaffed. You just see that, you know, you're all, no matter where, if you're at Hogwarts or you're a public school, you know, kids are never like 100% safe. And that is scary to think about. You know, just really scary to think about. Like, I hate, I hate that. But, you know, it's just something that I just noticed watching this. I'm like, gosh, Quidditch is dangerous. Well, you know, other sports can be dangerous too. Like, it's great. Like, flying all the way up there. Like, but exactly. But it's not that extreme of like high flying brooms and balls and, Gosh, in the in the air, like hundreds of feet in the air, flying around, you know, it's a bit much. But I don't know. I still don't think I was in my kids to Hogwarts. Like, shit, there'd be too much shit happening. So something great happened. I finally got to see Spider Man: No Way oh, Home. Finally, Jesus, beautiful. So many feelings. I was in quarantine for so long and I finally got to see it and it was worth the wait. It was so good. Oh gosh, I cried a lot. I'm pretty sure I just at one point, as soon as I started crying, I just kept crying. She's like that. I am. I am an emotional (laughs) wreck. Okay. So I'm just tears coming down my face. Um, when the the thing happened and then tears down my face when we get to yeah so good I loved it and I would see it again 
you know, I would I definitely see it again. Um, also, great thing, the new season of Drag Race came out. Well, they did. They're they're doing their half and halves. So the first episode, you only got C seven queens. Um, they and the girls home already. They send the bitches home. There's no. <laughs> There's no safety net. There's no There's safety, safety net. There's, There's no, safety no episode. I was like, oh, that's it. It is. I was like, oh. If you don't do what you're supposed to do this first episode, you're gone. And I was very surprised by that. Um, I, I really enjoyed Cornbread. I like Cornbread. I thought she was really... Really fun. fun. I like her. I she was funny, and I like June. She was really June's just really sweet. I like June. June Jambalaya. I like her, and I like her name. Um, but it's so early. I just don't know yet. You know, I don't, I don't know, know anything I'm about anyone. Off. I'm gonna hold off on my reservations until I don't know, get deep into me. this. <laughs> so we I'm get deep in. Oh yeah, that'll really. That, that really tells you something you need to know. Snatch game and the ball. So when they do the ball, you have to have three oh distinct looks. Yeah. Oh, that's going to let everybody oh, know. I really like was Rue doing a little number. At the beginning, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's Rue's, um, you know, she always debuts a new song every yeah, season. Yeah, but she actually did a whole. But she was doing the. Whole mm, choreography mm, thing. Mm. It wasn't just a walkout and a. She performed. performed. I loved it. She had had the boys out there with the chests out dancing. Yes, I loved it. It was good. Um. Also, Lizzo. I would tell you that I literally screamed because Lizzo was a judge. She was giving body. She was giving legs. She was giving she was. She hair. Was anything less. <sighs> it was amazing. My queen. She was respectful to the girls. I feel like the judges, like the regular judges, were kind of like on one. And I know that's like, they, you know, oh, well, you know, you need to show your best. You need to, you know. But these girls. But it's also the first, the first episode. This is the girls' first, probably, competition, like major competition. So, I mean, it's yeah, different than like a pageant. Yeah, yeah. I all mean, of them are pageants, pageant. You know, pageant. doing pageants and balls. You know, this is like different. Like this is a whole different ball game. You know, this is a televised competition. It's like. A heat, one of the biggest competitions in the world, um, in my opinion, because RuPaul has several of these internationally. So, you know, this is a real big deal. So, to be like so harsh, and I know there's like only seven people, but to like nitpick at some things, you know, you can say like in passing, but to like completely tear down people over small things, I feel like was a bit much. And it seemed like there were really just two judges that were really doing the most. The most. Like it wasn't really necessary. So, um, but I'm excited to see the other half of the girls. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, I want to see Angeria. 
And I also want to see what Maddie Morphosis is about. Um, since she's the first straight cisgendered drag queen. Drag queen on the show. So see what see what see what that's all about. Um I watched and just like that, watched a new episode today. What did you think about the whole thing of Miranda and like she was supposed to be taking care of Carrie and um <laughs> people were like they didn't like it. It was too awkward. I'd be like, did y'all not watch any awkward shows growing up? I mean, it was awkward, but I was just like gagged. This episode being awkward? Oh, you're talking about last week's. Oh, last week's episode? It was awkward. But I mean, the show in the past, I mean, this is just part of what you come to expect from Sex in the City to me. That's what I thought. It seems on par. I think people are just so used to Miranda being one way that's like this is Miranda in her 50s Miranda is tired she feels trapped in her relationships in her life you know this isn't the same Miranda that we saw before with a little baby baby you know a little kid and with a career she's transitioning into a new chapter in her life so I felt it was awkward because it was like, girl, what are you doing? Carrie's right there. Like her room is right there. And it's not like, you know, the doors close, you know, it's, it was awkward, but it's something she needed. Cause I'm pretty sure she said that her and Steve A have sex in years. So in years. I, don't look at me. I don't even know how to feel about that. But I'm not in that stage of my life. So I honestly don't even. I don't know. So it was awkward, but at the same time, it was kind of expected. After she explained it to Carrie, like, I can understand. Like, if I'm, let me tell you, if I'm. <laughs> Like recovering from hip surgery, like if I'm in pain up in my bed and I gotta go to bed, I need help. I'm not gonna. I would have yelled like, "Hey, bitch! If you don't get in here, come help me out this bed." In my kitchen and help me fucking in my kitchen. Exactly. I would yell that at you. Stop fucking in the kitchen and come help me. Why me? Why who else would it be? Why would I wouldn't be? Who else would? But you you couldn't. If I you would were. be in the kitchen. Me and my guy would be probably Where? in the hallway. Okay, so I say <laughs> stop fucking. <laughs> Chai, stop fucking in the hallway. Come help me to the bathroom. You know, it wouldn't be very much that. Like, girl, I don't care that you fucking just come help me. You can go finish later, but let me get to the bathroom. And I just felt like, you know, Carrie, she's always kind of been. Uh, like self-centered, like everything's kind of always about her. But this was kind she of warranted. She had hip surgery. She had hip surgery, and her old like having this reaction to me is very warranted, very normal. 
But after she heard Miranda's side of things is, you know, when she was like, okay, I need to understand what you're doing. Like She's like, what are you doing? And Miranda's like, listen, this is what's going on. You know, this is how I feel. And I don't know what I'm doing. You know, Carrie was a lot more understanding. Like, okay, girl, if this is what you want to do, then. For me, it was more like, girl, you just, she did. Well, I guess it's not. No, it's the same thing. She did what Steve did to her. She did. Ooh, she really did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She did. She did. Steve said they hadn't had sex in. Like, what did you say? It was like eight months or something. Like when they, like the first time. I I think it probably was eight months, but it was like. Seasons definitely had changed. Yeah. Like eight months to a year. Yeah. Like, because she, they they were young and she was like, Oh, you know, it's like, do you you know, having sex? I just told him to like get it over with already. And they were like, ooh. <laughs> it's like, it's like, so what was the last time you guys had sex? Like, I could never say they just said before. eight months ago. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, not together. And then, you know, Steve cheated on her. Okay. And so now, yeah, we're at that same where they're. They, it seems like their sexual part of their relationship is done if they haven't had sex in years. And I think she went from being okay with that to wanting more. And she should she should talk to her husband about it. Yeah, I'm just like, where's Steve? Well, I know the actor that does this, he's on, or he was, I don't know if he's still on, but he was on Chicago Fire. So I wonder if maybe they haven't been able to work him in as much because of that. But I don't know. I haven't watched Chicago Fire in a while. So, but Um, he was on it years ago. (laughs) Years ago, he was on it. Um, So maybe that's what it it seems like they are shifting from, you know, how in Sex and City was very much about them and then their relationships with men and women, you know, and people in general, but now, you know, heavy on the sexual relationships and companionship relationships. But now it seems like as they've gotten older, they're shifting away from like, Hey, we're not just going to be focused on like Carrie starting a date and go out into the world right now. We're focusing on what her life is. Right now, after her husband, but you know, we're gonna get to the dating part. And now it's like Charlotte is married, she's got her kids, but now she's gotta work on her relationship with her children. She wants to have these perfect little pristine little doll children and not realizing that children they're gonna grow up and have their own thoughts and opinions and you know, you can't keep them in their little hermetically sealed packaging. No. They have to, you know, they're going to want to explore the world, you know, especially with her child, Rock. You know, Rock is like, I'm figuring out my identity. 
you know, what are the things that I like, who I am, and also them coming into this new technological world, you know, TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. So it's been interesting to see them navigate that. I wish I could see more of Nicole Ari Parker, who was like, you know, I was promised that she was like, this going to be like a more prominent character, but I haven't really seen her um, since they had their little dinner and Charlotte was the only, Charlotte and Harry were the only white people at their dinner. Probably see more of her though, for sure. I can't wait. Because I want to get to know her better. Because right now, she just seems to be just like Charlotte. Like, that is, like, the only thing that I'm getting is, like, she's another Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need another Charlotte. We need a Samantha. Where is my Samantha? Oh. Is Miranda going to be, the, like, Samantha? Is that what we're, is that, is no, that what we're leaning to? Oh, Miranda's not the Samantha. That doesn't make sense. Because Miranda's, who Miranda is... You know what? Also, I didn't like when Charlotte said Miranda was not progressive enough to have this type of relationship. Like, like no, you're not progressive enough to have this. You're type not. Of Carrie is already on board. Like Carrie's like, whatever Miranda wants to do. She's That's a grown right. woman. When you're gonna tell Steve, what is this conversation about to happen? That's all you can do is be with your friends, be honest with them, but at the same time, you know, I love you. I'm going to tell you this right now. You talk to your husband. You need to talk to him about this and how you're feeling and what Mm -hmm. has happened. And that's it. You know how I feel about it, but I love you. So I'm here. (laughs) I'm here for you regardless. I'm here. So, you know, I feel like Charlotte misses that sometimes, you know, where she's caught up in how she believes the world should work. And she she just she misses the mark, and I just you know hates it. She's just not very likable sometimes, you know. I think she became really a lot less likable when she was yelling at Harry when they were dating. Look at you and look at me, like you don't understand how lucky you are to have me. And then I was like, Why are you with them? Exactly, like girl, you are really doing the most. Are you kidding me? I still have nothing to say. <laughs> what is you don't need to be saying anything because you should be resting because you got the Rona. <laughs> Let me tell you, I told her that we did not need to record this week so she can rest her vocal cords, rest Y'all, her body. I can't go to work. I'm not getting paid. I you have nothing her voice. To do. Yeah, because you're supposed to be resting. You definitely should be getting paid. And I feel like that's a travesty. And I can't believe they did you like that. Well, Trash. Well, they did me like that too. So no everyone cares about us, you guys. No, no, your job don't give a shit. Nah, because COVID's been going on for, I guess, a couple, almost like two years now. They're like, oh, well, you know what? You got to take time off of work. That's on you, boo. But yeah, so that is all I have for this week. That's all I have, but I do like to leave us off on a question. Oh, okay. So if a door has two locks, do you say aloha more or twice? I don't know. I would think probably (laughs) once. 
I would I would think you just said Alohomora and pointed towards like ping. But I don't know. It might just unlock that one lock. <laughs> so maybe you do have to Alohomora, Alohomora, bitch. <laughs> Hi and goodbye. <laughs> Or can you say like a Alohomora uh, Maxima? Would that work? And would it just like super unlock everything? Because when you say like Maxima at the end of the day, it like it makes the spell bigger. I don't know. I don't know the radius of a spell. I want to know. These are the questions that need to be answered. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> So I got. You do gotta say it twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys tell us what you think. Do you think you need to say Alohomora twice? Do you think Alohomora Maxima will work? How would you get through a door that got two locks? That's super secure. More secure than the door that Fluffy was behind. So let me know. Let us know. Make sure you go to our Instagram page. That's the Blurdy Bitch Podcast. Flirty Bitch Podcast. That is our Instagram name. Um, make sure you follow our Instagram pages as well. Mine is King Rel the Queen. And mine is Chai underscore X underscore L I. Yeah, I don't know what my underscores are. Just just look up wow. King Rel the really? Queen. It should pop up. I don't know. I never know what my names are. So um, you guys have a good day have a wonderful week i hope it's an uplifting month so we can get through this have a good one and we will see you guys next time on the blurdy bitch podcast bye